What's up, Dunwoody? With the Super Bowl coming to Atlanta this week, we thought we'd go back to the Convention and Visitors Bureau to see how Dunwoody will be affected by so many people staying in the ATL. My name is Matt Weber. I'm a restaurant owner and real estate agent who spends all of my free time with this stupid podcast. I couldn't do it without my co-host and brother-in-law, Justin Dyke. Justin is founder and creator of PoolDues.com and CartoonSmart.com. Just like most small business owners, we'd rather work 60 hours for ourselves than 40 hours for someone else. When I got into real estate, everybody told me to pick up the phone and start cold calling, maybe knock on some random people's doors to meet potential clients and get my business going. I decided I felt a little bit more comfortable with social media and podcasting, and this is the kind of marketing that I can enjoy doing. Just put myself out there and hope that people want to work with me. I've met a lot of cool people along the way. This weekend, I held a big open house and a few listeners actually showed up. Uh, Podcasting is such a weird creative outlet. We put shows out for weeks that are listened to by a hundred or a thousand people. But I rarely talk to listeners face to face. And uh, so please, if you ever see us out around town, please say hello. Friend me up on Facebook. I'm easy to find. However you got here, thanks for joining us today. Here's Katie and Steven from the Dunwoody Convention and Visitors Bureau. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. So we're introducing Stephen Schumacher and Katie Williams, right? Bishop. I always say Bishop because I'm used to I'll, I'll go Facebook, you know. <laughs> you have like a Hollywood name. So we always say, we insert, it's like there's another Katie Williams out there. So we have to say Katie Bishop. <laughs> Katie B. B. Williams. I, I have many aliases. I'll been called worse. Yeah. <laughs> For your IMDB listing, it's got to be specific. <laughs> but we're here at the CVB, the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Of Dunwoody, yes. Of Dunwoody, that's probably a good intro. Now tell us what that's going to turn into. Thank you for having us back. Yes, we are. We, we do have a new identity, a name change. The drum past, roll. Wait, we should do a I drum know, roll? I know, I do feel like there should be a drum roll. <laughs> yeah. um, for the past yeah. 10 years, when we formed, we've always been the Convention and Visitors Bureau of Dunwoody, CBBD. And that's confusing for a lot of reasons, um, CBB. The spelling of the word bureau is confusing because I always go B E A and that's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things, yeah. And I can never get it back to like I'm like, okay, come on, just fix it. Like you know what I'm trying to say, and my phone yeah. never or my computer never does it. It's true, and we don't have a convention center, and that's one of the big reasons as well. So <laughs> we are yeah. uh, um, effective now. We are Discover Dunwoody. Um, the destination marketing organization for not a for science center. So no, no, not a science center. We are we're encouraging people to you know we we want them to discover the unexpected experiences found in our community, um, and we hope that the many um, aspects of Dunwoody from the nature center and the um, the Sproul Gallery and our restaurants and our shopping that it will give people a reason to come rediscover us again and again. So we're really excited about the name change. It comes um, during our 10th anniversary year. So the timing was right. And this was just a strategy that came out of our strategic plan last year in 2018. Um, so we are officially discovered Dunwoody. Our URL is changing, which Ooh, has also been confusing for a lot of reasons when you try to give your email and it's cbbdunwoody.com. Um, so the new URL is discoverdunwoody.com. So you can go there now. You can go there now. Okay. Yeah, and all of our emails are changing. But we are really excited to promote this new identity um, as it relates to what we're trying to do, which is, again, invite people to discover Dunwoody, either um, if they are Metro Atlanta resident, to come and discover what our community offers, or if they're coming to visit Metro Atlanta. We Say for the Super Bowl, or excuse me, the big game. The big game, the big that's game. right. Yeah, we hope that they'll that they'll 
you know, just discover what we have here. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? I think Does the NFL legally, have a, not to, I don't know how podcasts are regulated. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's regulated at all. So, well, <laughs> and we besides, are, nobody's. We, we will say it. We are excited to have the Super Bowl. Okay. Coming. Well, that's getting you in trouble. Um, so. February third. <laughs> a football in game. Atlanta. Super Bowl Fifty Three at Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> oh, there that's you the go. official name. Just dive right in. Yes. So um, <clears throat> I'm Stephen Schumacher, the director of sales uh, here at the CVB or the Discover Dunwoody, I should say. Yeah. Um, you so, guys have to get used to it, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a it's an easy transition just because the in the CVB world, there's a lot of discovers and visits and explore. So we're kind of just joining that crew of of the the smaller CVBs that don't have the convention space. So it's nice that we can kind of put that label on it, and I think it's going to be more successful for us going forward. Yeah, this is sort of a trend that's happening right now. A lot of the bureaus around the area mm-hmm. have have changed explore Gwinnett visit Sandy Springs discover to cab so we're just but you've been planning on it for a while right because the Facebook been. page has been discover Dunwoody for a while right it has well we've actually used discover Dunwoody when we first started in 2009 and then we kind of rebranded or went through our branding and and officially used Dunwoody CVB or CVBD um so it's sort of a it's sort of going back to our original roots as an organization. And part of that is the partnership that we have with all the CVBs, especially Atlanta, as they're the main reason we have the Super Bowl to begin with. The team down there um, ranges. Uh, Mark Vaughn is their their head uh, sales guy out there um, with William Pate, the executive the CEO. The CEO there. So they're the main main reasons we've gotten so many huge events here between the national championship last year, Super Bowl this year. Um, we had the MLS All Star Game, and then next year we have at State Farm Arena the or no. Back in Mercedes-Benz is the Final Four, and they're trying to get the NBA All-Star Game at State Farm Arena. And then with partnering with Cobb, the M- uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game, hopefully at some point in the you know early 2020s. Um, so that, they're the, a big part of that. And so we kind of – I don't want to say ride the coattails because we partner with them. We are paying dues-paying members to the ACVB to partner with them. It's, it's a great partnership. And with that – it allows our, our hotels to get part of the blocks of the hotels that come in. And so four of our hotels are official partners with this, uh, the actual Super Bowl itself. I think there's 110 participating hotels where they kind of coordinate it all together and bring everybody uh, here. So each of these hotels could get fan blocks. They could get um, not necessarily the teams. The teams have preset where they're going, but uh, it brings and drives groups out here and then it will fill everyone else as well. Most of our hotels are sold out already really? um, into the Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, they did four nights minimums typically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. You have to stay the four nights. Uh, the rates go really high pay for the four. Months. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it is most of them are prepaid. Yeah. Prepaid to get in there. And it's going to be a huge, huge boost for us in February uh, on top of a very busy January as well. So the market's already quite strong. And as the crown puts rooms back online, they'll end up having most of their hotel rooms open for the Super Bowl as well. So we're very excited right, for that. Right. And a fun fact too, is That's we actually spills over this far. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. It's, it's the whole Metro region. Uh, Alpharetta has blocks. Really? Corporate yeah. groups. And then they're starting to see a lot of transient pickup as well, just as individuals are making their travel plans. Oh, yeah. And it's a fun fact, too, is the Crown actually hosted back the two Super Bowls, the Cowboys won in the mid-90s, and then the Rams-Titans won. That was the last one was here. Both teams were staying with the Crown Plaza. So that was a big pitch that they did to try to get one of the, the room blocks. But because of so many more hotels had opened since the 2000s, they, they didn't want to come up here and, of course, the renovation. But the Rams and the Cowboys did actually stay at that hotel um, and won the Super Bowl when they were here in Atlanta last. So that's kind of a fun A very fact. small percentage of people who are going to be in town for the Super Bowl will actually attend the game. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of them are just in town for corporate events and 
fanfare. Just to be here. And, to be and here with that, fair. there's a lot of events going on downtown, too. They have the uh, Super Bowl experience, which starts, uh, I believe, this Saturday. Not this Saturday. The fo- well, with, I don't know when you guys are releasing the podcast, but I think it's like the, the in the 20s is when they start. And it's a two-week event that goes on. And I think it's $40 a ticket. And you go in and they have the Super Bowl trophy in there. A lot of different um, events like punt. Uh, punt, kick, pass, those kinds of things. Um, so that's a fun thing for us locals to do that other people fly in for for those final four nights before the Super Bowl. Right. We can experience that the whole week before, which is a nice, fun fun thing that they do. And then, of course, Caffeine and Octane is here on Super Bowl Sunday morning uh, from 8 to 10. And right now, our partnership with the Atlanta CVB, we're on their calendar of events for everyone to see. This goes from Roger Goodell all the way down to Joe Schmo, who is sleeping on a bench and doesn't want to pay for a room. They can attend any of these events that are on this calendar and one of them is Caffeine and Octane as the only event on Super Bowl Sunday morning. There's nothing scheduled from 8 to like 11.30. The first thing kicks off, no pun intended, on Super Bowl afternoon, like 11.30 noon, 8 to 10, it's just Caffeine and Octane. So they're expecting a huge swell of people to take MARTA or drive up here to start it off with Caffeine and Octane, who is partnering with Hyundai Genesis and they will be the main sponsor in the middle of Caffeine and Octane and they're the main... uh, uh, car sponsor for the the NFL and for the Super Bowl. I wonder if there'll be some ads that night. Oh, I believe so. So we're trying to get them to come out and do B-roll footage that morning. So then on the Super Bowl, like on CBS and ESPN, they'll have some footage of Dunwoody and Caffeine and Octane. So we're still working on that. Matt, let's get your new car over there. What do you have? Yeah. What do you have? It's a Lexus. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, not allowed. It turns yeah. itself on, a Genesis. on and off. Just whatever <laughs> it's a hybrid. It, like. it was tripping us out on the way here. So oh, it turns car. off. Oh, at the stoplights? Yeah. 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 Cool. I'll roll my Santa Fe in there with my car seat in the back and say, hey, <laughs> VIP. I have a right car seat in yeah. the back of my head. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's the life now. So we're real excited the Super Bowl's been a huge push for us up here and kind of culminates in a few weeks. It's amazing it's already here. So Yeah. yeah. You know, people are going to they're gonna go to PDK and when they see a plane land, like I guess kind of write down whatever the the number or the the identifier of the plane and then you can look up online who owns it and you can kind of see like who the big wings oh. are that are coming oh. into town. Yeah, that's like a Oh, that's a little trick. Yeah, to to little little hack to see who. Because uh, they won't fly to Hartsfield; they'll go in privately. I live near Fulton County Airport, out in Smyrna, down by I twenty, and they same thing. Big jets come in, like private jets, off to get my binoculars and see who's flying over there. So Maybe everybody's coming in for it. So it's it's really exciting. I mean, I, th- I hope that the energy will be something that even residents are excited about because I think it's going to be just felt throughout the city as the, in in the week of. Um, now, certainly traffic's going to be a challenge, definitely down around be fun. downtown. So, I would, But the ACVB has done a great job of putting a map of road closures. Um, but I would encourage anyone who's going down for these events to take MARTA. Yeah. yeah. They're quarantining off basically around Northside, Ivan Allen, MLK Jr., and then Centennial Park. That's That grid is going to basically outline. Traffic and there'll be, you can't. I mean, you're going to need three levels of credentials to get even into there, let alone drive your car. So that's probably safety. Reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. For sure. So, <laughs> And that's listed up at ATLSuperBowl53.com. That's a very specific domain. That is the website. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very specific. I'm, I'm going to try to register ATL Super Bowl 60. It's true. They they average seven to ten years between cities, and with our beautiful stadium, I wouldn't be surprised if we got it that. It'll be bad. So I should just basically like do all of them: fifty-eight, fifty-nine, all the ones out past (laughs) fifty-seven. They'll just change it to Atlanta Super Bowl (laughs) and the ATL. They don't need that. Yeah, they don't need to pay you. One of the cool things I get to do as well in the industry that uh, some connections I was able to make was there's a cool program called the White Glove Ambassador Program, and this program is something the 
NFL does where they select individuals in each city the Super Bowl goes to and they pick 30-ish people who are representatives of the city and they partner you with VV, SVIP, Big VIP, and CEO and owners of NFL teams. And so I applied and was selected. I don't want to say who the team is because I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go around saying which team I was put with, but I will be an ambassador to a team of the NFL, one of the owners and their family. So when they, I've been coordinating stuff through the NFL where I um, get to email their security detail and their assistant and kind of help plan their arrival before they get here. And when they're here, I basically do whatever they want. So if they land on Thursday and say, meet us at the airport, we have two kids, you need to help wrangle them, I'll do that. And then on Saturday, when we go to the aquarium, uh, come with us and show us where to go in the aquarium. So I basically do that as an ambassador of the city, which culminates to Super Bowl Sunday. I escort them to the main tailgate that they have with all the owners, kind of party with them, hang out. I stand back and do, cool. be professional and then escort them to the Super Bowl itself where I'll get to bring them on the field. They can meet with the team. Team, and then I bring them up to their suite. You mean they bring you on the field? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, cool. yeah, yeah, so I escort them, and, and it's a really neat program. So there's a lot of volunteers that do different things, parking attendants, you know, you know, waving people in the certain directions. I at least got to do something kind of into the stadium where I, on Super Bowl Sunday I'll get to be in the stadium and be there the entire game, which is that's pretty neat. neat. So do you have to wear white gloves the entire time? So people ask that. No, they're going to give us actual jackets, like uh, you know, sport coats and pants that they're going to you know measure us for and everything. And so my team logo will be on one arm and it'll be the color of the team, and that way they can kind of eyeball where I am as I'm escorting them places. So it, it would be funny if you had to just face the family the entire time during the game and <laughs> yeah. not actually watch the game, right? And make sure if they spill something i, I quick clean it up out, depending on if your right. team makes it well my team's on the brink so i'm a patriots yeah, i'm a patriots fan yeah at yeah. this point we're probably gonna edit this in a week so. right but yeah so my my team is one so of the team might not make four. it in well no my team that i'm escorting is definitely not in they're one of the lower teams in the okay. league so yeah. they're Dunley, definitely Dunley doesn't yeah. have a football <laughs> yeah. well no no i meant right four coach right yeah so my team all the owners come in so he's one of the owners right one of those teams. and then, But my actual team that I'm a fan of is one of the four teams, the Patriots. And yeah. so everyone says, well, when you go there, I'm from, originally from New England. So they say, what if you, if they make it and then you have to go and then you have to like get sodas and bring a kid to the bathroom and Tom Brady's driving down and you can't watch the game. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would stink. But this is kind of a once in a lifetime experience. So right. I can, plus, not to brag, but my team's always in the Super Bowl. So I'm used to oh. this. So, you know, it's the, one of the, one of the downsides of and, me as a, yeah. <laughs> you suck. Clip this, clip this part. So. So you, you can't tell us your the team that you've been assigned. To. When are you releasing this? Well, right? probably not for another week. Another week. Say, it, I, I don't know. It's not. It's the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers. So it's the the York family uh, as the owners, and the De Bartolos on the on the team in the eighties when they won with Young and in Montana. And so Jed York, I believe, is the son of the sister whose brother owned the team in the eighties, and so his mother that kind of passed the team down to him. And so he's, he's been the owner for several years now. So that's it's cool. no matter who yeah, it is. It's neat. It's, it's a great a, experience. Yeah. Really yeah. So you get close with them and they kind of, you kind of, I've read the notes of their previous Super Bowl stays and they're very low key, very simple. Some of the owners have huge entourages and they assign three people to one. Uh, the giants have a huge one cause there's two owners, the Tishes and the Maras. So they have like four white gloves, two for each team. Cause they bring like 17, 18 family members. So I lucked out that I have a pretty low key, uh, 
easy, if you will, uh, team. So some yeah. second cousin that drove in an right. RV. Right, 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 right. Your last name it says Yort, not York. No, 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 no. It's no. It's just a spelling error. I'm I'm the cousin. It's like no, no, no. So it'll be a fun experience. So it's nerve wracking as we get closer because the logistics come out. You see all this paperwork I have here of they they have all these different events. You know they have Super Bowl Live. They have an owners dinner. They have a um, the MVP when they announce the MVP. There's that dinner one night. So there's a bunch of dinners leading up to it, and then I have to kind of wrangle the tickets. And so it's it's a lot of work, but it's going to be fun. And I have a wonderful boss who's allowing me if it starts middle of the week that I can kind of parlay do both my job here and, and that job temporarily. So it's That's, nice. you're the boss, Katie. Yes. Well, we're hoping that he's going to invite the York family up to Dunwoody. Yes, I'm hoping they'll come. I'm going to ask them if they want to go to Caffeine and Octane. Yeah, so you never know. I'm assuming as a 43 year old owner of an NFL team, he's into cars. Yeah. If I had to guess, I got a few of them. Yeah, of course. Oh, I don't know if the new Porter Barbecue is it bar- Barbecue and Brew Brewery. Barbecue. I don't know if it'll be open in in a week. It sounds like maybe more like two weeks from yeah, today's date. Yeah. That would be a nice place mm. to take anybody come to Dunwoody because it's, it's a nice place. It's really cool. Yeah, we haven't even had a chance to check yeah. it out. Yet. Yeah, you they have, invited so us in. And- Gave us a few beers before we came here. So, what's their specialty? You guys do most of the talking today. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to tell us what we should, what we'll have to try when we go there. Uh, I mean, look at how nice and clean that's just beers and barbecue. This is going to be a great addition for Dunwoody. I know the community will, has we've been longing for something like this. It can just be something cool and place to gather and hang out. So, and this is their first, the first official brewed uh, in Dunwoody Brewery that we've had. Yep. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. He said it was good timing, and I think Rick wow. Cloud had good. a lot to say about, you know, kind of yeah. speeding up good the process. Beer. Good. He he seems like quite the purist. Like, if it's not the cleanest, so you know, like, yeah. he won't do sour beers because um, a sour beer will eventually find its way into every other tank somehow. I don't oh. know. It, it's got a mind of its own. It crawls into other tanks and then just takes them over. So like in a year, every beer starts tasting sour or something like oh, that. But I'm not a fan of sour beer, so I was glad to hear that. Well, that uh, explains why Orpheus only does sours because they okay. specialize in it that. and at least they're only doing sours all the time. So it's like you either do sours or you don't. So that makes sense. It's yeah. like a bacteria infection. Yeah. <laughs> it spreads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is going to be great. I'm, I'm very excited and hopefully we can work with them on... Mm. Um, on all of our things we have going on, like Restaurant Week, and bring them into the folds of groups and events. Yeah, a lot of these groups awesome. that come to our hotels want something like that, something organic. And now that we have, you know, the treat the uh, the space over at the Nature Center and the Donaldson Bannister House, this too can participate with our hotels. Where if it's a small enough group, VIP type thing, thirty executives or whatever, they'll we can send them on a bus out there and they can taste beer, have dinner. So this is a new addition yeah. that we well, haven't had. That's funny because we were just talking about um, organizing a little pub crawl starting at Moon Dogs. Mm. Then go over to Porter and then end up late night like Dunway Tavern, which is just that's a great away. idea. Yeah, so we're within like a stone's throw of each other. Yeah, well, let us know. It would be a short crawl. We maybe can make that like <laughs> a literal a, crawl. A regular yeah. thing. <laughs> that would be try yeah. to get that yeah. promoted out. That's a cool idea. Well, the crawl happens after at the end. Yeah, <laughs> crawl your way so to your Uber. Right. Crawl back yeah. into the bus yeah. that <laughs> took you over there. Crawl to your bird scooter, which is <laughs> <laughs> a hot topic. Yeah, yeah what, do you, what do you guys think of the scooters? <laughs> so Stephen and I are actually very divided. Very divided. Yeah, 
I'm Mr. Bird. Yeah, <laughs> I love all him. about the birds. I wrote them in that. Salt Lake City, uh, in DC, and I see the practical use, uh, especially here with the with the bike lanes that we have and how flat it is. I do get the ugly factor of by 5 p.m. they're strewn about, they're, they're gonna be messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my big. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be that many of them here. And which and again at the at the meeting was saying that there's only one, and it was probably brought from somewhere in Atlanta, put on Marta. I mean, they're going to start. Ended up that was me. You did bring one up. I on Monday. I had to go get him. <laughs> so my wife works in Buckhead at Phipps Tower. So we were sh- at one, that point we were sharing a car. So I, she took the car, dropped me off. I got on a bird and I rode up Path 400, up the, the that Beltline or type you know path. And then I went and did a bunch of back roads to get onto Peachtree Dunwoody. Then I did Peachtree Dunwoody in the bike lane all the way to Medical Station. Then went cut through the back and did the flyover bridge by the Marriott. Cut through the mall and arrived to work. I was like 45 minutes late because it only goes 10 miles an hour, but <laughs> covered in bugs. Yeah, I was, I was sweating. <laughs> It was, it was, she, she was like, oh my God, when I walked in here, but it was awesome. And then it still had juice to where I went for lunch all the way in the so bike lanes. Outside our office. Yeah. Setting. It was sitting outside. Yeah. Cause no one has bird. There was, if you look on the map, there was all these birds in Atlanta and Buckhead and one in Dunwoody. Yeah. And so I got back on it with like 22% battery and went to Wright's for lunch and it died right as I got to Wright's. So then I called Katie and she came and picked me up. And you just threw it on the sidewalk. Yeah. And then someone picked it up later that night, but it was so the, you're very so, anti. I mean, I definitely see the benefit. I think that they have a purpose. I am for just, visitors. I, I mean, mean, I think they could be. They could. You know what? They could be great for answering that last mile connectivity. You get off at the Marta station. You're not sure how to, you're going to get to the hotel where you're staying at a hotel or you're in an office park and you need to go to lunch. But I also see the side where they're going to be littered everywhere. Perimeter Mall is probably going to be a just landing spot for all of the graveyard for the, for the dead batteried ones. So I think there's some. And, and I and I, I do worry too just about the safety of sure. them on Ashford Dunwoody Road. There's a learning curve of people, and it a took lot a of the the city council conversation was about whether they should be on the sidewalks or on the street because they were designed to be in the bike lanes. And right. there's cities like Memphis who have great bike lanes and you know divide up the whole city that way, but they're too slow for the road, and so people drive them on the sidewalk. And yeah. So well, kind of like you have to say where you want them, and then you have to get the police to make sure those are you where have they to stay. Communicate and, that, right? Mm-hmm. We're just set up differently than a, you know, like a midtown where it's more grid streets and this. Ashford Dunwoody has wide roads, it's wide streets, it's a lot of traffic, a lot of cars, and we do have enough bike lanes. Wouldn't be a good thing. I'm just, right. I think there's other elements to yeah. it. but certainly if it comes, it would be a great promotion for visitors and a great way to encourage people to move through the market and, mm-hmm. in, and in the end we don't have a choice they're going to do it whether well, you know bird just drops a bunch of scooters in your city and yeah, we don't I have to deal with it it's just great that the city's considering working with them in a partnership because then we can say how we want people to use them but mm-hmm. whether or not we haven't want them here they're going to migrate this way yeah like, and they made a good point too like, where like the it needs it. to be a regional thing so yeah. we're so close to sandy springs it's especially true. where we are now we have to team up with sandy springs and figure something out it's so true. together yeah. before it happens people in perimeter know? are going to use them throughout the whole central perimeter market right. and so we do need to work together and with the you know additions of there's that food hall that's planned that at least they're zoning for they're discussing over by this between like the state bridge and where pf changs is that mm-hmm. little patch of land where that office building is if you have that and then if high street ever happens and if the development where pf changs is supposed to happen happens there's a lot of new development where those birds will get people because we were sitting in traffic uh at 5 p.m a couple weeks ago and you're not moving but the bike lane 
is there. It's it's existing next to you and there's no one in it. So if you're on Ashford Dunwoody and all the lights are green, but you're not moving, if you're on a bird, you can just go. Right. And you're passing all these cars, especially during the traffic time. So where if someone's staying, these are mainly for our guests and the, the few residents who live here in the Dunwoody perimeter proper, you can get on a bird instead of driving and you can go from, say, the Lay Meridian to um, – Let's not say the mall because that's where Lay Meridian is, but if you're at the State Bridge or back by the embassy and you want to come all the way around to go to when the Crown Plaza opens and drink at that bar, you can get on the bird, go in the bike lane and get there in literally two to three minutes instead of sitting in traffic yeah. or walking. And if you lived at Grub, I mean, there's going to be a shuttle, but why not just sure. hop on a scooter? It's that, faster. Right. That's the other aspect people don't talk about is that it's fun. I mean, it's more practical. It's an experience. Yes. That's something we're looking to create, and especially as these trailways get created oh, yeah. in perimeter. The boardwalk, right? Over, or, well, I call it boardwalk, but... <laughs> The connectivity between where yes. you're at now and, and Georgetown. And Georgetown. It's yeah. true. You could yeah. hop on a scooter and then be up in Vino Venue and just, you know, you could cut up that way to get to Vino Venue and Georgetown. So it is an experience mm-hmm. and we do want to create that. We want people to have that experience in a safe Sure. way that does not just clutter yes. the market. So you kind of changed your mind throughout the conversation. <laughs> I convinced you. That's the sales no, side no. of me. I was able yeah. to sell around it. I was surprised to hear Mayor Shortle was so into it uh, in one of your earlier podcasts. I need to see him on one, though. I want him to get on one from the from his office and come all the way down and go to one of the restaurants during lunch with a helmet on. That's yeah. my vision. You might be looking for a new mayor. After <laughs> <laughs> no, it seemed at the, city, at the council meeting, it seemed like they were just going to kind of let it go and see where it, sure. see yeah, where it goes. Yeah. Where we, goes. we really don't have much of a say in it. I mean, sure. They're just going to drop them off. Yeah. Yeah. Just one day they're going to be here. And well, yep. And there's something to be said for a vehicle that you can literally just pick up mm-hmm. and walk across the creek if you need to, you know. And now there's four brands, which is crazy. Oh, there's really? four yeah. of them. There's Uber has one. Lyft has one. Uh, Uber's is called Jump. Then there's Lyft. Then there's Bird. And, Lime. and then Lime. So there's four of them. And then Uber is making bicycles that have... Uh, um, like a driver assist type thing where you can pedal on them, but then you throttle back and it gives you that jolt and you can go on a straightaway and hit about 20 miles an hour on those. Mm -hmm. And those are far safer because they're bicycles and obviously people know how to ride bikes over a scooter. Um, And they're starting to get put downtown as well. And you can take those instead of scooters now. But the bikes are a lot more expensive. Yeah, it costs more. $1,800 for a bike and a couple hundred for a scooter. So So I think to start a a dress aren't going to jump on a bike. Right. You know, five, ten years from now, this could be the norm. I mean, Uber was totally something our whole industry was talking about Mm -hmm. when it was created, and we're all unsure, and it was didn't wasn't considered safe, and now it's the total norm. So now you put your thirteen year old child. Mm -hmm. Well, they always (laughs) in Uber, and you feel confident. I am anything that will help with traffic. Well, that was the joke as a kid, is they said two things your parents told you was never. Get never talk to a stranger or get in a car with a stranger. And now that's all we do. Yeah. We take our phones and we we don't even get in a random one. We say, hey, I want you to come to me and pick me up, stranger in a car. And at it's totally home. at my home. Yes, please do that for me. So I'll review you. Yeah. Yes. And maybe tip you. So we'll see. That's probably a good stopping point. On the next show, you'll find out who our new sponsor will be and if there are really plans for a hashtag Dunwoody Rooftop Bar. I'll release part two on Thursday. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and get that show right when it comes out. Or hold down that home button right now and say, Hey Siri, subscribe to What's Up Dunwoody Podcast. (music) 